We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You are listening to KC Sports Network, the number one podcast network for today's Kansas City sports fans. With former players from your favorite teams, informed perspectives, and former insiders, this is the place for you. KC Sports Network is proudly presented by Emprise Bank, your partner in Possible. What's going on, everybody? What? Welcome back to No Other Pod. I'm Jimmy, as always, with my good buddy Dan. And Dan, it's not a victory pod this week. Oh, it uh, is. It is a victory pod. Well, for, for us. Reason. For us. For uh, us. <laughs> U.S. men's national team didn't win. But if you are listening to this, you saw in the episode description the title already. It's a victory pod for us because we have none other than sporting legend Graham Zusi joining us on the show this week. You want a national team news? How about we just go ahead and bring on a former national team player? <laughs> That's what we're That's waiting right. on. Oh my God. It's been too long. And uh, you know, you'll hear the interview in, in just a little bit. He gave us a little crap for wait, and it's my fault. trouble. That we, we waited too long to get Graham Zussi on. So that's uh, that's on me. I will take the blame. Right. But, uh, <laughs> he was a blast. It, you, you, we'll, we'll talk about it here in a bit. But yeah. uh, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for you guys to hear this. <laughs> oh, it, it was a great time. Uh, much appreciation to Graham. We'll, we'll talk about that here in a minute. But uh, Dan, how's, how's it going with you? I know uh, World Cup um, still ongoing, yeah. but uh, just not for the U.S. men's national team anymore. Yeah. Uh, what was uh, your experience like watching that? Not for the stars and stripes, man. Uh, my experience was I I made an event out of my Saturday morning. Yep. I was just like, all right, get the workout out of the way. Oh, I got time for a shower before the game starts. Yep. And uh wasn't a great game. I mean, it was <sighs> it was stressful. And for a moment, it was like, oh, shit, there's there's promise here. And then again, oh, uh, never mind. <laughs> it was, uh, oh, God, it was such a, I mean, so if you were going to ask me in a, moment of honesty do i think we're gonna win and i think we talked about this maybe the episode before probably not now i don't think it was impossible no it wasn't impossible we shouldn't have won that game this this i mean this was definitely a case of a a a country that's more established in in their soccer program uh showing us that you know we have some steps still to take two Um, former man united players scoring (laughs) and i think i said last week netherlands might have won a world cup i was wrong but they've been runner up uh runners up like two or three times uh, yeah which i think i was remembering them being in the final Um, quite get there so they know what it takes to to get 
very far into this tournament. Now we're also the uh, one of the, if not the youngest team in the tournament, at least that was still left at this stage. So um, I think there are things overall to take from this world cup experience uh, to build on in the next three and a half years before we come to North America. But I don't, man, there, well, that's here. There, it's, it's coming here. here. Three and a half years. Kansas City. Oh man. It'll be crazy. Um, you saving? You, you start that savings account? <laughs> yeah, for real. I was actually talking about this with a coworker. He's like, how much a take is going to be? And I was like, well, that depends if we get a U.S. game or not, which they're, pr- they're probably going to leave the U.S. games for like, I don't know, maybe Columbus because they love Columbus, but New York or L.A., who knows? But sure. if we get a U.S. game, how much what? will those be? Four or five hundred bucks a ticket resale, I would guess, at least. Why resale? Oh, because there's a lottery system. You're, you're right? not going to get face. Yeah, it's going to be next to impossible. You uh, think it's next to impossible? Why? I mean, maybe lottery's lottery, bro. As a season ticket member, you might have an inside track for, for Sporting yeah. KC or the KC Current. I don't know. I just I imagine there's so many corporate sponsors and whatnot that are going to be getting tickets. It's it's probably going to be Oh, tough. so the fans don't get to go? I mean, it's, it's FIFA. That's so, crazy. That yeah. is, sports doesn't matter. All no. of you listening, sports is a game. I mean, it's like the Super Bowl. It's mostly just like corporate partners and sponsors and whatnot. Like there's it's some face value tickets. It's what but... it is. I go to the Super Bowl. You know why? Because I have a lot of money. Right. So, but I mean, hey, I plan on being at a game now. If it's a non-U.S. game and a non-Mexico game, because Mexico might be equally as crazy in terms of pricing, uh, I would guess 150 bucks a ticket for just like a random group stage game. Maybe easy. I'd go to a Poland South Korea game. You know, sure. Robert Lewandowski might still be playing. Who knows? (laughs) (laughs) I don't care what it is. Like I just, you know, I plan to go. I'm excited. I hopefully we could find a way to get tickets together. Probably not. (laughs) We'll do what we can. See we'll what see. happens, man. So maybe we'll invite Graham Zeus. He'll come with us. My goodness. He <laughs> asked, he asked us what we we're doing for the holidays and we didn't ask him back. I'm sorry, Graham. <laughs> I wish we were best friends, Graham, but I'm blowing it. Uh, it's a, he didn't buy that. Your hair was modeled after him either. No, I need, cause his a little shorter now. So I need to go up to shoulder length, <laughs> right? And you need the beard to just fill out a little bit more to be quite like his. Let's not get crazy. That really can't <laughs> do that very well. It, it gets real red as your like your hair. It's crazy. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Um, let's, let's talk a little bit about this U S game. So, I mean, I guess the, the, the lineup was, was interesting. Um, if there's criticisms to be had of, of Greg Berhalter in, in this world cup, it's some people were a little bit confused about his roster selection, leaving somebody like Ricardo Pepe off the roster. Um, yeah. Potentially the best striker in the U S pool. Uh, definitely at least for the future for now, but maybe even right now uh, didn't play Gio Reyna or maybe Brendan Aronson even as much as some people thought there was maybe some, uh, you know, Gio Reyna injury uh, hiccups there, but then you come into this last game must win game, like literally must win. Or are you going home? And up top, you start Jesus Ferreira from FC Dallas, who hasn't played a single minute the entire World Cup. Yeah, it's a it's it's winner go home situation. But let's get let's put this guy in the in the racket, see how it goes. Uh, I just I part of me honestly, I felt bad for Jesus Ferreira because he did not have a good half. Yeah. Um, he did not help the U.S. at all, and I don't think he was set up for for success because that's a, that's a pretty big ask it's like oh hey you're a striker you're you're on the up and up you're coming from mls you're 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 talented you haven't played yet and okay now uh go score a goal against virgil van dyke and nathan ake 
I think I'd be pretty mad at Greg. <laughs> like you want to step to that challenge, but I think I, I think I'd be like, why the fuck would you play me? <laughs> why I mean, would they, you put me in? Yeah, they probably. I'm, I'm sure he's he's hyped and, and whatnot, but it's got to be. I mean, that's this is the biggest moment of his career. Yeah, and and he just I, I don't know that he was set up for success very well, and so I feel bad from there. Polisic had the moment of the game early on, one on one with the Noppert, the you know giant transformer of a Dutch goalkeeper. That was quite the tree back there. He's uh, <laughs> six eight, I think. That's a very large man. Uh, yeah. I was like, you you definitely want to kick it low, right? Make his big ass get on the ground. Yeah. Uh, because if it's up in the air or to his sides, <laughs> he's just gonna go ah. <laughs> it's I, I mean it's um i don't know that we would have won necessarily if polisic would have put that away but they put the pressure on him there were some defensive issues later back post defending you know there, there's there was just a dutch quality that uh, giving up a, a goal to daily blint like what the fuck? Yeah. that he doesn't score goals uh, like what was, is that? What's happening? I mean, it was honestly it was a cool moment for Daily Blind because he got to run over to his dad, who's on the Dutch coaching staff, and they got to share that moment. So, oh, cool for him. okay. Um, <laughs> what do we call that? What's that called when you? That's nepotism. <laughs> yeah, the U.S. soccer doesn't know anything about nepotism. No, I don't know. <laughs> um, but I mean, Memphis to pay. He had, you know, just Depay. You show some respect. Sorry, Memphis Depay. And he um, doesn't he, go by Depay. He doesn't. Did you hear John Strong's uh, story? I know. Hey, it was an interesting story. Uh, well, look, props there to was John also Strong. Another one, by the way. How come? How come a lot of deadbeat dads are making great soccer players? <laughs> Pro- <laughs> they leave their kid, and their kid's like, "I'm Memphis now." <laughs> I've enjoyed John Strong on the call um, more Fun than fact I've alerts enjoyed. All over. Fox's studio coverage. I just I don't need Alexi Lawless yelling at me anymore. Good um, point. Or John was full of the facts. John always had great. fun shit. I love John. Uh, it you was know, the I learning corner. Maurice do. I think there's some guys there that have been doing really well. And then yeah. we have Alexi just yelling and love when Landon Dempsey. Donovan. He's a, he's a great <laughs> soccer player. But when his analysis is like, you can't let them score a third goal. I'm like, thanks, no. Man. Is that maybe we'll try <laughs> to win the game too. <laughs> Um, but I think this was, you know, the, the one goal that the U S got to, to pull back a goal, give, give a little bit of hope. It was from Haji, right? He got a touch on it. He didn't intend to do what it did. I mean, it was, oh, sure he did. if he could have intended it, it would have been absolutely mind blowingly world-class, but he didn't happened. know much about it. He got a touch on it. It kind of bounced behind him, you know, over into the, the far corner of the net. But, I didn't know what happened. I, I glad we get the slow motion stuff. Cause I'm like, did he trip or what? Did the ball get in his way of running? <laughs> yeah, I think potentially, um, and, and I don't want to be a total Debbie Downer. I want to talk a little bit more about this and what it means going forward because I think there's definitely things to build on. But I think four years from now, though, it, three and a half, we gotta wait so <laughs> long, dude. Except but women next year, baby. Women next year, but then we have a Gold Cup coming up, and then before you know it, it's gonna be World Cup qualifying cycle again. Which thankfully we auto qualify because we're a host nation. But okay. there's gonna be. I mean, I think we have games in january again with the u.s men's national team there's friendlies that they got to play this between now and three and a half years from now i'm fascinated to see what players that are sort of on maybe a buzio a caden pierre the eric palmer brown the players who are on sort of that u20 team we got the olympics between now and then too that some of our young guys like Eunice musa are still going to be young enough to play in who 
are we going to continue to develop? Who are some of the younger guys that are on the fringes of making the senior team that might be able to step up and bolster this team for 2026? Because I don't think we can sit here and say we're, we're going to compete to win it necessarily in 2026. But I think it's also fair to say that going out in the knockout round is going to be a disappointment in, tw- or in the round of 16, I should say. It's going to be a disappointment in 2026. You want to at least make the quarters or semis if you can in your home country. Yeah, they're going to try to go for it all, though. I mean, you're on home soil. You got all your people behind you. Like, they're absolutely going to go balls to the wall. This might be the only chance to actually win it on home soil. That doesn't always happen. So, yeah, uh, I'm excited, man. And I think that uh, I'm also excited to see if you and I have maybe some gray hair in about four years. That could be fun. (laughs) You got have you had your first yet? What's that been like? I haven't found one yet. So haven't. All right. Wait till you get them in your facial hair. That's good times. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) Um, It's I, I don't know. I just. I think there are things to build on. I don't think Greg Bearhalter will be here. Um, I don't think Greg Bearhalter <laughs> will be here maybe even in the January window. And, so it'll be and, for me then. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't want Peter to leave. Uh, I've seen people mention uh, Roberto Martinez, who's stepping down away from the Belgian job, former, former Everton manager. So, you know, my thoughts on him. Um there have been people who have thrown out the idea of Jesse Marsh, but I don't know that I'm going to see Jesse Marsh leave a premier league club to come coach the national team. Yeah. Um, who knows? There's, there's a couple lot. Tata is available. How, what, what sort of a heel turn would that be to go straight from Mexico to the U S no way that happens. Um, but the, I just think this is an exciting time to be a U.S. men's national team fan, because I think there can be so much potential progress in the next few years that we could have a really strong showing if things go right. If we get the coaching hire right, if we can continue to develop some of these players, um, you got to address striker though. And you got to find another center back because it can't be Tim Ream again. So. Yeah. I mean, but put some respect on that man's name because he oh, was a hey. blast to watch. and He was awesome. Absolutely. Uh, and Walker Zimmerman sh- certainly has promise. So mm-hmm. uh, Vickers has, has some promise there. It's just yeah. who's, you know, and it might be CCV and Zimmerman four years from now. Who knows? But uh, so USA can't win the World Cup this year. Name a club you'd like to see win. Does it just not matter to you? Or if you had to pick one, is it is it Croatia? Hoping they don't get smacked by Brazil. I guess Croatia. Yeah, because I was going to absolutely wipe the floor. <laughs> I have some Croatian in me. Um, my brother's tra- still trying to become a Croatian citizen because technically we can be. So, uh, you know. We're uh, hey, Croatia is going to be the underdog, heavy underdog in that game because Brazil was toying with South Korea in that first half. That was bananas. Just can you imagine? You know, uh, my my wife's boss is uh, Korean and he's married to a full on uh, Brazil woman. And uh, (laughs) I'm like, wow, today must be a rough day in the house. (laughs) I mean, it's just, I don't know how you stop that Brazil team. You got Neymar, you got Richarlison, you got Vinicius Jr. I mean, they have just an unreal attack. And that's why they scored four goals in like 37 minutes. And then they're like, okay, we can just pump the brakes a little bit. Just let's practice our passing guys. Right. I just, you know, (laughs) that's what I'm always like, if you're up, let's, let's (laughs) practice, you know, do some long balls and shit. I mean, part of me was surprised. I mean, Brazil, on the other hand, you know, maybe they know how it feels because they were on the loser's end of that, german shellacking that was like what seven to one eight to one so bad deal yeah maybe they know what it's like to to beat that other team so they're like hey we got our four goals we're fine 
that will start a war between the countries. <laughs> if you rack, you know, run up the score like that, holy moly, that was a that was a bad time. Well, yeah, and think of all the think pieces that were written about the U.S. women when they did it. Yeah, none of those were written about the German men's team when they True. did it against Brazil. Exactly. Um, I don't know. I Croatia probably if if the Netherlands went on to win it, I'd be fine. At least mm-hmm. we lost to the World Cup champions. So yeah, for sure. That's, that's all. That's all. What uh, you know, sort of my thoughts on it. But can't wait for 2026. I'm looking forward to uh, continuing to watch this team grow. So we'll see. But okay. um, we did talk a little bit with Graham Zusi about that, and we talked with him about the brand new contract that he signed. So should we uh, kick it on over to there? Well, just preface that contract real fast. That also signing Roger. That's true. And signing uh, Andrea, Andrea Fontas. That's right. Fontas for two more years. Roger and, and, and Zeus for, for one. So, And some people might be a little bit surprised about Fontas if they weren't paying a lot of attention. But I think based on um, the Nemanja Rodoya signing and how they mentioned him talking to Fontas in the article, you could read the tea leaves that he was probably coming back. Yeah, so. we were all speculating like hot gossip girls and stuff. Like, yeah. oh my gosh, his friend is on the team. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we don't know the contract numbers yet. Curious to see those when they come out next year from the MLS Players Association. It probably won't yeah. be a million for Fontas like it was this past year, but we'll see. Probably and, significant uh, cuts all around and yeah. still that roster's pretty pretty damn full right now, so it'll be interesting to see what happens. There will probably be another center back. I think we got a question from somebody that was saying, uh, you know, Alex Brown says SKC needs a, a starting center back signing plus perhaps another backup. Um, so, you know, they need somebody who's athletic. They need somebody who can move around. Um, it, it'll be, we, we probably have, I guess it'll be Ford or Volater back there next to Fonty yeah. at least right now. Um, so, you know, I'd like to have somebody that Ford's pretty athletic. I, I like that. Somebody who can get up and be an aerial threat. So is. absolutely. We'll and he knows what to do to get to the top tier. No, I'm just kidding. He didn't know that they were illegal fat burners. I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I'm excited. Yeah, we probably will get another center back. But overall, I'm happy that we brought back Zussi and Roger for another year with an option for the following year. So probably yeah. a team-friendly deal. And and Fonte, we got to wait and see what the terms are. But he's got it in him. He had the one year in uh, 2021 that was, you know, MLS best 11 quality. Can he get and back he, there? We'll see. He had those moments this year. Like, people are real hard on a center back when something bad happens, but when he does something great, it's like, we got to look at that. Like the quality's there. Yeah. And he got better once the midfield kind of got worked out with Tommy coming in and whatnot. So we'll see. Totally. Totally. We should kick it to Zeus, right? Okay. Let's talk to him, man. I'm excited. <laughs> All right, y'all stick up, stick with us after the break to talk to sporting KC defender, Graham Zusi. You're listening to the fastest growing sports media network in Kansas city. KC sports network. We'll be back right after this. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. 
And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, folks, as promised, we are here with future sporting legend, current sporting KC defender, winger, midfielder, you know, all-around <laughs> utility player, extraordinaire, <laughs> Graham Zussi. Graham, how you doing, my friend? I'm doing very well. Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, I mean, you guys have been going for a while. I don't know what, why, uh, why I haven't been on yet, but um, oh, no. no, thanks for having me. Oh, no. I appreciate <laughs> it. <laughs> I have right to say, off the bat. it's my fault because my work schedule is not quite as flexible. So I'm, I'll take the bullets on that one. Dan, as you can see, has been growing his hair out just to emulate you. Oh, yeah, that's it. what it is. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure that's what it is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, well, you know, I guess the obvious first question is, Graham, uh, you are officially back as a Sporting Kansas City player for at least one more year. So uh, how does it feel? to officially know that you're going to be back and, uh, and, and, and what's it like to just sort of have that on the books ready to go? Yeah, no, I, I was, uh, I was very happy. First of all, yeah, I'm thrilled to be, be back with the, with the organization, with the guys. Um, but I'm also very, uh, very happy that, it, you know, we got it done pretty quickly and, you know, both parties were, um, you know, they, it was, it's a fairly straightforward process. Um, you know, they, they let me know that they wanted me back. And to me, it's kind of a no brainer. Um, I, you know, been with this club so long, the relationship has been, uh, just great. You know, there's, there's a whole lot of just mutual respect from both sides. So, um, for me, it's, it's a pretty easy decision. Um, and uh, yeah, now just super stoked to to be back, and um, especially after kind of the the difficult year that we had, um, I'm looking forward to kind of riding that ship. And um, next year can't come quick enough. Man, I'm over here uh, marking off questions I had because you're just uh, answering them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but the uh, yeah. I was going to ask if there was ever any doubt that you would be here. Um, obviously, you want to be here. Things got done really fast. Uh, did you even anticipate like listening to other clubs or offers at all? Did you, did you even think about entertaining that idea? Um, not this year at all, really. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, you know, l- last year it was kind of the first time that I was in the whole free agency market. Um, and I, I listened to other clubs, uh, 
first and foremost, I, I wanted to be here. That was like kind of, that was the, the, that was my feeling going into the whole thing, but I didn't want to have any, like, I don't know, I guess regrets in, in terms of just like kind of listening out other teams and, and, um, let's be honest, it feels kind of good to be courted and, and, um, and wanted. So, uh, I, I heard out some other teams, um, if you will. Uh, but ultimately my goal was to be here in Kansas city, um, for the rest of my career. Uh, and so, um, last year I kind of, I did that whole thing, got it out of my system, I guess. And, <laughs> um, this year there was not even a, not even a thought, uh, about, um, hearing out some other, other teams and organizations, um, and to be honest, I think part of that, the reasoning for that was just um, kind of how the season went. Uh, I, I, I did not want to to end it on that note. Um, you know, I think I, I personally, I think I have uh, a lot more to give, and then collectively as a group, just not just not the standard that we we hold ourselves to. Um, and that kind of goes across the board and, and I'm looking forward to, you know, I, I know the work that I've been putting in already in this off season. And I know uh, a lot of the other guys are doing the same thing. So I'm excited for what's to come. Um, we'll get some, some guys back from injury. Uh, and then with the, the couple additions we made towards the end of last year, I think we have a, a very solid group. So you mentioned the off season and I'm sure the off season, especially for soccer players, conditioning and whatnot is filled with a bunch of training, uh, staying in shape. Uh, maybe this one was a little bit different since you had the contractual negotiation, but when, when the season ends and you're in the off season, is there like a vacation or, or something that you're like, man, now finally I got time someplace you got to go just to like take a week or whatnot and just sort of clear your mind. And, and where is that? No, absolutely. Um, I think, you know, the, the soccer season is, it's long, it's, it's brutal. Um, it takes a toll on you physically and mentally. Um, so for me, uh, the, I, I almost forced myself to, to get away from everything. Um, for, I'd say if I, if I have a long off season, kind of like we do this year, I'll give myself like two weeks to just kind of, um, clear my head, uh, let my, my body, um, I guess just kind of like take a step back and like a sigh of relief almost from, from the long year. Um, and so I did a couple, couple small, smaller trips this year. Nothing crazy. I, I went out to Utah. Uh, my brother lives out there. Um, he's a, he's a big uh, outdoorsy kind of guy as well. So nice. we just go up into the mountains and kind of get lost and <laughs> do some things, uh, you, know, you know, outdoorsy fun activities that, we both enjoy. Um, I was down in Mexico for uh, a few days as well, just to um, get some warmth in, in the beach as well. <laughs> um, and then back at it, came back and, and I think gosh, two days after I got back from that one, I was, I was hitting it pretty, pretty good and hard. Um, you know, I, I, I've talked about it many times before, but I, I, I love the off season um, and, and what you can do to, to prep yourself for a, a full MLS season. Um, I, I, 
you're able to do some things that you're not quite able to do in season uh, in terms of kind of some of that gym work and um, just kind of the strength program and, and conditioning that, that we do. So for me, it's, it's a, it's a chance to, to really um, kind of set the, the, the framework to, to make yourself last a, a full MLS season. And for me at the, the ripe old age that I am, um, <laughs> it becomes more and more important. So I, I, I love the process of it. And uh, to me, that's, I, I think is the reason I've been able to do um, this for so long. Man, I just, I know watching you out there, like you're, you're systematic in things in your warm up, in your cool down, like you have to be, you can't be this 19 year old kid and just don't even warm up. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, yeah. But you, you do have a young guy kind of in your same spot who got a lot of playing time this year, <laughs> shaking his head. He's like, I see where yeah. we're going here. <laughs> no, no, I, I, I love it. <laughs> well, I mean, Caden Pierre, man. And I know you don't, yeah. uh, you probably don't pay attention to social media or anything like that. Uh, people, lot. yeah, searching your name. Cause why would you ever do that? A lot of people think it's Caden's position. And Jimmy will bring that up on here because people will send us questions. And I say, you're doubting Ram Zussi. <laughs> you doubt him every year. And he comes back and takes the position. It's so, yours to lose. So, I mean, but what's it like competing with Caden Pierre on, on a daily basis? I, I love and I need the competition. Um, and it's, it hasn't just been Caden in the past year. It's, it's the, all the years before that as well. There, there's always competitions for spots. Um, and as soon as you, as soon as you assume that it's yours to, to be had, uh, then you're, uh, I don't know. I, I just, that whole mentality has never been the case for me. Um, so I, I'll, I'm going into the season very much in the, in the same uh, mentality that I have pretty much every single year of my career. And that's, you know, I need to compete for that spot. Uh, it, it is absolutely not mine to be had. I, I, I think, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I love the competition. KP is a is an insane young talent. Uh, there, there's no question about it. Um, and I'm not naive to the fact that I, I will be doing this for the rest of my life. There's no, there's just, there's, there's a timeline on this on this profession, unfortunately. Um, so when that time comes, uh, I am very comfortable and, um, proud of the fact that I, I know it'll be going into some, some very good hands, you know, in, in KP, uh, very capable hands. So, um, I'm excited to see what, what he brings, um, in the next few years. I mean, he, he's, you've, you forget how young some of these guys still are, uh, <laughs> and it's, it's, um, it's amazing where they are at this point in their life because that um, when I was, when I was that age, when, when, when my kind of generation was coming through, those young, young guys were, were few and far between. I mean, that, that was, that just wasn't happening. So to see that happening now is, is pretty cool. Um, and KP is a guy who's got all the tools, um, to, to be a very, very successful player. And he's got you passing some down to him as well. Like couldn't have a better mentor in Graham's. No, and, you know? and, and that's, that's something that I, I, I take pride in as well. You know, I, I was fortunate enough to have some, some uh, 
uh, older guys when I was young who didn't have to take me kind of under their wing, but, but did because they cared about um, the future of the club and, and the legacy that, that they created and, and helped maintain. And I, and I'm the same way. I, I, I want to leave this club in, in a better situation than I, than I came in with, you know, and that goes with the, the culture, the mentality of the group and, um, and, uh, and the success of the club. So uh, I, I take so much pride in that. And, um, you know, I think that's, I guess, another, another benefit of, of having some of these, uh, these old senior citizens on the team for sure. <laughs> we had Raj on not that long ago and he was talking about how it's interesting having some of you around who have been with the team for a while. And then some of these young guys who are coming up, whether it's KP or, or Buzio when he was here, Cam or whatnot, what's like one thing that illustrates like the generational divide. Is it like music or is it like Fortnite that they're up until 2am playing or language? Like, what language? Like, what, what, what's the, the, the biggest thing where you're like, damn, these kids are so much younger. Um, yeah, it's a few things. I, you know, I think that the fact that I've been in that setting for so long, there, I mean, don't get me wrong. There's an absolute, absolute generational gap there. <laughs> um, but I was kind of, I was in the same boat as well, so I, yeah. I can't you can't fault them at all for it. No. Um, it's just kind of how it is. Um, sometimes I'm, I'm frustrated by it because of just my uh, of where I'm at in life at the moment, and it's almost like the you know, hate to do it, but it's like oh you know if I would have known what I know now. <laughs> Uh, I would have done this, but, but you can't. Back when I signed. You you're right. Yeah. You can't do that, though. I mean, these, these kids are, are figuring it out in their own way. Um, and uh, I, I can I can try to help as much as possible and, and be there to you know, answer questions or give them a, you know, hey, listen, come on. Like, what you're doing, you, you, you know that that's not, that's not what it's going to take to get to the next level. So... I'm allowing them to go on their own journey and find themselves as well, but uh, also there for, for when they need it. Well, and the support structure from not just the club, but the league is probably light years ahead now oh gosh, for some yeah. of these young kids than when it was when, when you were first coming into the league. Oh, no question about it. There's, there's all sorts of, uh, you know, rookie young player symposiums that, that are available now. Um, I mean, you, you, you literally name it and, and there's something available. It, it's, it's actually, it's something that the league's doing that I, I'm, I'm pretty impressed about uh, just giving, giving guys tools, at, you know, outside of soccer, um, you know, anything that they may be interested in uh, across the board is, is available. So. Awesome. That's yeah. great. Yeah. Um, you know, Graham, obviously the back to soccer a little bit, the, obviously the, the year didn't start, how you wanted uh it wasn't uh it wasn't very the consistent results uh so to speak but it really picked up once tommy and agata got in there and they Mm -hmm. and they came in the team fast right so what do you expect from this team going forward we're all very excited for 2023 um you also presumably have a healthy polito and gotti kinda coming back into the mix you guys got to be just firing on all cylinders just ready to get back to training camp you know 
Yeah. No, I, I, again, like I said, I'm, I'm excited to get back and get to work. Um, you know, just because we have a, a full roster available does not mean we're going to automatically be successful. Right. So, um, we'll set the tone pretty early in preseason, I think, to, um, to put ourselves in a really good spot to be successful. And, uh, Typically, the, the mentality in, in preseason is actually it's very strong from the group. Um, that will have to continue. And then um, once season hits, yeah, it's, it's going to be uh, being more consistent. Um, you know, you talk about that. Let's, let's call it the pre, uh, pre-Agata and, and um, Tommy phase where we were – we'd put together a, a really good half or, um, or, or bits of a game, um, but the consistency wasn't, wasn't there, you know? So um, getting to getting back to playing a, a solid full game um, and will and then it'll, it'll bring the results that we, we need, you know, that's, I think that was, that was the frustrating part of the season is that you saw so many glimpses of, of really good, you know, typical sporting KC soccer. Mm-hmm. And uh, the frustrating thing is, is that it, it would last a, a half and then, um, and then for, for whatever reason, it would, it would uh, kind of fade. But um, so, yeah, getting back to, to just that consistency uh, across the full game will, will lend, uh, lend some better results and, and put us in a good spot. Because, yeah, like you said, I mean, we, we, we finished the year on an absolute tear. I mean, that's what was kind of bizarre. Um, something that I've never really experienced before is, is how hot we were kind of going into that playoff time. Um, well, it looked like you you were having fun, Graham, where you guys were just having fun again. Well, it, it, winning's (laughs) fun, right? (laughs) So that helps. Um, but, you know, typically the teams who are trending upwards leading into a playoff time, they do well in playoffs. You know, they, they, they make it to the final. You know, look at Seattle and, and their, their kind of heyday. You know, Seattle during the year were – they were fine. They, were, they hung around. They were, they were right mm-hmm. there. But so come playoff time, they were, they were trending upwards always. And then they, they'd make it to the final. That's what it felt like on, on our end. But for it to be that that, and then not like the playoffs, and it's just like doom. <laughs> it's just like this drop off. It just felt really, really bizarre. Um, it's something I've never kind of experienced before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can imagine that's tough. I, I we had said before on the pod, uh, if there's like three more weeks in the season, oh, yeah. SKC would yeah. be in that if playoff that, position, yeah. and oh, nobody sure. would have wanted to play SKC in no. the postseason. No. Well, I no. I would have taken us against any team in the playoffs this year. I mean, it was just just that team was just so different from the beginning of the year. I I was like, I don't even know these guys, but most of them are the same guys. (laughs) So it's, it's, uh, it's, it's amazing what a little, uh, confidence and, and, uh, kind of that group mentality where, where everyone, everyone was fighting for everyone. It was, um, you know, it's not like the, it's not like the, the teams we were playing were, were rubbish or, um, or other teams just started giving up. We, we were, it was just, you know, the, the group was in a, in a really good spot mentally. And 
uh, when that happens, you're you're tough to beat. I want to get your thoughts on uh, the World Cup as a World Cup vet here in, in just a, a few moments. But before then, um, we had Seth Sinovic on a, a little while back, and, and he had mentioned that playing at that left back position, he thought he might get yelled at by Peter Vermees more than anybody else because he was <laughs> always just there right next to Peter, at least for a half. So yeah. now you're his counterpart on, on, on the right side. I imagine it's probably a, a similar experience for you. And, and do you have any uh, suitable for air Peter Vermees stories that you can say from, from or not. being so close to him? I don't know what Seth's talking about. I've never been yelled at my whole career. <laughs> also, why does Jimmy keep naming people we've had on before you? This is a slap in the face. Yeah, right? I won't stand for this. <laughs> That's Next messed up. Now you're going to have uh, the kit man on. That's true. You're going to have the kit man on, have you? We did well, have the kit oh, man on God. early on before. It was before we got big enough to get players on. <laughs> Little so. did you know, Graham's been aware of us for a while. We He was just waiting for an invitation. It scares Seriously. me every time. Totally I've been telling Jimmy for here. years, to be honest. I'm like, dude, Graham Zussi, big deal. Um, yeah, no, so that's always kind of a, an ongoing joke with uh, with Seth that, you know, you, you kind of dread, you know, you're, you're vying for, for the which half you're going to be on on Peter's side. <laughs> um, but, no, it, it's funny, so so – Obviously, Pete and I know each other extremely well, and and have a, a great relationship. Um, and there are times where, and this is, uh, it's got to be difficult for for him to to be watching on the sideline, especially as a as an ex player, <laughs> because you just you you want to be out there so bad. So there are times where he um, can become a little bit like like he's playing a a video game where he's, tr- he like wants to <laughs> control everyone. <laughs> but, um, so like if, if like, I'm saying I'm, I'm opening up to get a ball and, you know, I'm kind of, I'm, you know, playing with, uh, you know, uh, my instincts or whatnot. And then a ball is coming to me and I'll hear Pete like, right. Like a couple <laughs> yards behind me telling me to do something, where turn, I had a, a thought where I was out, like, as the ball's coming, okay, I'm doing this. And then he'll tell me to do something else. And you almost like, you feel the necessity, <laughs> the, the necessity to do what he does. Yeah. And then as soon as you do that, you like the ball will go through your legs. And like, you know, I'm just like, <laughs> so I'll turn around and, and just give him a look. And he's like, all right. Damn it, Peter. That's fair. Hey, um, you have the luxury of know, being fun. able to give him a look probably since you've been here long enough. <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, I don't want to get too comfortable, but yeah, uh, you know, we again, we we uh, we have a pretty good relationship. So good enough where you might kiss him like Willie did. Oh, did he kiss him or did he choke him? <laughs> yeah, <that's good> <laughs> a little bit of both. Now there's a funny picture of of that. Uh, I was at our uh, they put it on a, one of our monitors at the <laughs> practice facility for like a week after That's that amazing. happened. At, at so least, good. at least they didn't put uh, did they put the video on where uh, Peter fell on the sidelines? Was that on the monitor? <laughs> yeah, if, if people value their job, they wouldn't do that. So <laughs> that I, was, was, I was scared was to tweet good. about it. I was like, what if Peter good. sees this? <laughs> Uh, Graham, we got, you got St. Louis city coming into the league next year. And I'm kind of interested in what, uh, your personal take is and maybe what the feeling is, uh, on the team as a whole, 
But there, you know, can it be a rivalry if there's been no games yet? Um, is it just just being geographical and down the there's highway? Was that we play we played them in Open Cup and it was amazing. Fair enough. It was incredible. Their fans were fantastic. They came and they were so loud. Um, Good point. But you know, to, to answer, I, I sorry, I cut you off. No, you're but fine. To answer your question, I think absolutely. I think you know, expansion teams these days come in with almost a, a cult following before the team plays a game, mm-hmm. um, which is great for the league, of course. Um, but I think you know, the, the league has has been trying to force rivalries with us you know that we had the salt lake thing for a while we had houston for a while now they're trying to do uh uh, minnesota Minnesota. and it's it doesn't feel real yet right Mm -hmm. um but i think the st louis one will will absolutely feel like a a rivalry um and really all i have to go on that is is the one game we played and and (laughs) to me that was you know the, the atmosphere was electric their fans were they came in and to their credit to our stadium and they were they were super loud. Um, and I scored that game, so that was kind of a, a happy <laughs> so, um, well, you know, your fans will travel. I mean, SKC fans will show oh, up for sure. And oh, that'll be gosh, uh, yeah. easy, easy peasy. No, no, that that's that's exactly right. I think it's uh um you know, you guys have or the the fans have always traveled super well to like, to like the Colorado games. I, you know, that, that for me, the, the, you know, having the road draw and go out to Colorado, I mean, really across the league, uh, sporting fans show up in, incredibly well. Uh, I think this one, just the, the ease of access will be, um, will be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. Uh, you represented the United States of America at a world cup. You've been a U.S. men's national team mainstay for, for quite a while. Obviously uh, U.S. just got knocked out of the world cup. Um, but first, before we maybe get into that just a little bit, um, when you were representing the United States at the world cup in, in 2014, what's it like stepping onto the field in the biggest sporting event in the world, representing your country, knowing you're one of, you know, a couple dozen at most people who are getting that opportunity once every four years. Oh man, it is. It's easy to allow the moment to kind of take over you and, um, and then become a little bit lost in it. So I I remember being very um, intentional and, you know, stepping on the field and, and, and kind of looking around and, and, and trying to take it all in. Um, but then allowing that to give you, uh, I guess more, more energy and, and more, uh, I don't know. It, it, you, I, I think the best, best way to describe it is that you, you can become lost in the moment and then almost forget, you know, what even happened? Um, <laughs> but uh, but no, I, I you know I the U.S. fans down there were were so they they traveled so well that every game almost felt like a home game, um, and so that that really uh, fed you and, and and drove you on and um, you know I. I, I 
those games were just they were they were so incredible and, and especially with the group we had that was a that was a brutal group um, <laughs> with, with Ghana Portugal and, and Germany and, and to get to get through that group was was an amazing feeling and then being so close with uh, with Belgium the next uh, the next round was uh, it was heartbreaking I mean at you know I, I I remember thinking about, you know, when I was watching the guys um, this past weekend, how it, it's, it's, a, it's another really bizarre feeling of, of the, you're on this, they're on such a high um, going through the group stage and then you get through the group stage and you, and you play the next game. And you're, you know, there's so much hype around it. And then you get knocked out and you're flying home the next day. That, yeah. That's crazy. Um, I played a, a sporting game, I think four days later here in Kansas City. And it's like, <laughs> you, you, it's weird coming down from that, that just that like ultra high of your, of your career really. So, yeah. Um, but no, I mean, the experience was amazing. I mean, you, you know, that's, that's the peak in, in the, in the soccer um, career. Uh representing your country at a, at a world cup is, I mean, gosh, you, you, you write that as your, your dream in your, in your elementary school uh, classes, you know? So it's, mm-hmm. it's insane when, when that comes to fruition and, um, and you got assists, got a couple of assists. Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, cool. No, it was, it was uh, just one of those, those moments where you, you, no chance you'll ever forget it. Um, it's funny. I, I was thinking the other day that I've never, I've never watched one of those games back. Uh, hmm. And as I was watching this World Cup, I, I've never watched a game back, and it's something that I think I'd probably like to do because there's probably moments in in the games that you kind of forget. You're like, oh yeah, yeah, this happened, this happened, this happened. <laughs> and then seeing, uh, I guess the um, the fan side of it would be yeah. would be kind of fun to see because I, I i've i've been so into this world cup um and i, I mean, i've been a super fan it was so fun to see our boys uh do well because I, I i mean i think they did do very very well um for i guess how inexperienced they the group was at you know at something with, with at that level so I, I think they handled themselves extremely well um and I was, I was fanboying pretty hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you mentioned uh, trying to come down from the World Cup when you get back in town and everything. Sporting wasn't going to let you and Beasley come down <laughs> at all because they no, signed no. you to lucrative deals. Uh, <laughs> you guys were kind of the poster, the poster guys uh, for Kansas City soccer. And I would say you helped bring more eyes to the sporting brand. Um, I know that because I didn't start supporting soccer till 2014 went to a game once you and Beasler were the guys in the national team world cup year and what's that feel like to be one of the guys that probably helped bring in thousands of more viewers man more sporting fans for life you know yeah it's funny i i i i I guess i never viewed myself as as that if you will um Minsky spokesperson, you but, mean? Oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> it had to come up, huh? <laughs> it had to come up. 
Um, but no, I, 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 you know, I guess looking back on it now, um, there's, I, I feel very fortunate to, um, I, I guess have a small part in, uh, in this club's history and, and helping, uh, you know, bring it to, to what it's become. Uh, because I, I, you know, I've always said that I'm, I feel very fortunate to have seen kind of the full spectrum of, of what is now sporting. Um, cause I was playing in community miracle ballpark, um, where I, you know, if I had to use the restroom during a game, I was waiting in line with fans. <laughs> which is, Nobody lets you get to think about. No, it, it was wild. I mean, it's in there in my full kit, waiting for a public bathroom. It, it's no. insane, but, um, but yeah, to, to see where where it is now and to have have been there kind of every step of the way, uh, I don't know. That's 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 special for me. Uh, one more before we let you go, and, and thank you again for for sticking around with us. You, you know, you mentioned how much it's grown since those Community America days, and and now we're sort of marching toward what might be one of the biggest accomplishments in Kansas City soccer history, which is hosting a World Cup game in 2026. Um, where do you see the biggest opportunities for the U S men's national team to build on the success they had in this cup between now and 2026? And, and what do you think it'll be like for Kansas city to have such a world event here in our hometown? I, I couldn't be more excited about it. Um, I think it's for one, it's, it's well-deserved. Uh, you know, I think some people think, you know, this was kind of a, a I don't know. I've heard random things about how Kansas City might not deserve it, but that, that, that couldn't, couldn't be further from the truth. I think we're an incredible host city. Um, that's, that's what Kansas City does best for me. You know, the, the community, the people, um, they're, they just they thrive off of that. So uh, I, I'm so excited for it. Um, I think that uh, – you can already you can already see like the city almost changing in order to to become a, a better host and mm -hmm. and yes it, it, there there will be things that that uh, we have to do to uh, accommodate uh, such a big event but um, we'll do it uh, mm -hmm. there's there's no question about it we'll we'll do whatever we we have to 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 be the the, the best host city uh, out there. Um, I'm, I'm uh, you know, my, my first uh, memory of, of World Cup soccer is that 94 World Cup that, that we hosted. Um, it was kind of my introduction to, to that level. And, and I, was, I was actually in the – so Orlando, where I'm from, it was a, a host city as well. Mm -hmm. And I was in the, the opening ceremonies of the first match in Orlando. Oh, wow. Um, so it's kind of funny how – has all come full circle. Um, <laughs> That's awesome. But no, I, I, I couldn't be, couldn't be more excited for, for the city. I, I can't wait to see, um, you know, everything that they, they put together uh, to make it just an incredible spot. Um, and you can, you can best believe that, that I'll be in Kansas city, wherever I am in my walk of life uh, for, for that, for that tournament. 
That's awesome. Do you think the uh, the the U.S. men's national team is on the the right trajectory to sort of make some noise in a few? Yeah, years? no, no question about it. I think uh, I think you saw some some really good glimpses um, this tournament, and then uh, I mean the team is so young that uh, all of those guys, um, and, and I'm sure there'll be more another crop coming up uh, in the next four years. But to have the the kind of the uh, the core group um, having that ex- that tournament experience now is going to be huge come come the next one. So, uh, you know, I was I was very proud of of the group. Um, I think we we all maybe uh, were disappointed. Is not so, not the, the the best word, but um, you know, we 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 saw such a, a strong showing in that, that yeah. opening round that we almost, maybe we were a little spoiled, but we, we expected <laughs> them to give, uh, give Holland a, 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 maybe a little bit better game, but, um, but no, I think, I think that's only going to uh, motivate this group. Um, and I think that uh, at the end of the day, we'll, uh, especially on home soil with, with uh, some home fans, they can make a, a really good push. It's awesome. You, know, you said you'll you'll be there in, in four years, you know. For sure. Of course you will. You'll still be right back for Sporting Kansas City. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. We'll Tom see. Brady on the field. We'll yeah. I got one last thing for you, Graham. Yeah. I'm I'm 36 myself and like to dabble in a little recreational soccer, but what's oh, the secret sauce, man? Is it it's Pilates, right? You're doing Pilates on the ring? Pilates? I've never <laughs> done Pilates. I, I no? so I do uh I don't like go to yoga. But, you know, I have like a, a nightly little routine where um, just little, some stretches, some, some activation and whatnot. Uh, I don't want to give too many secrets away, but I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll let you know in person maybe. I knew you had a routine, <laughs> yeah. man. I'm trying to get a routine so I'm not sore all the time. <laughs> yep, yep. I love that. Awesome. Well, Graham, hey, thanks again so much. Uh, we'll do it again, and it, it won't take as long. <laughs> I appreciate that, yeah. yeah. No, no, we, I'm, I'm just giving you crap, but I appreciate it, guys. Thank you. We've been building up to the true club legends. You know, we had Roger uh, okay. last Fair time, enough. and now you. So, you know, we just had to. Cool good, yeah, good, good save. Good save. <laughs> well, Graham, thank you so much. And, and thanks, hey, brother. best of luck in, in 2023. We'll all be out there cheering for you and can't wait to see what this team does next year. Thank you so much, guys. Thanks for all having right, me. Man. You take care. Take it easy. Sweet. You're listening to the fastest growing sports media network in Kansas City, KC Sports Network. We'll be back right after this. Entertain, educate, inform. KC Sports Network. All right, y'all. That was future sporting legend, Graham Zeus. Whoa. And current best friend, Graham Zusi. Oh, my God. Can you (laughs) believe it? He gave us a little crap for waiting as long as we did. And, and, uh, you know, I, hey, We've said this before. It always scares me when people are like, yeah, you've been around for a long time. We know who you are. And I'm like, oh, God. When he said that, I was like, God damn, Jimmy. God, you, <laughs> you, I told you we needed him. Uh, uh, sometimes, you know what, guys? Guys, I am getting tired of like being right all the time. It is yeah. like a curse. And I'm like, it hurts me physically with joyous pain. <laughs> yeah, it should. I mean, you. hey. You know what you said? 
What? You just you said to him, he's growing his hair out like I you. I and I was so embarrassed. I was first. like, I was like, nah. And <laughs> and absolutely am, right? Yeah. And I was so embarrassed. I go, no, this yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I just like long hair. And Graham goes, Yeah, I'm sure that's the reason. And I was like, Yeah. You're like, I've said it on the podcast before. <laughs> Maybe you haven't listened. He's like, no, I just know you've been around. You think I would listen to that trash? Yeah, it's uh, hey, he was he was super fun to talk to. Um, yeah, you know, he understandably after games sometimes can he's just he's very well media trained. He knows that like I don't need Weird. to say anything crazy, and uh, but I mean, he answered he, stuff that I didn't even ask yet. I was like, God damn, well that's that question's <laughs> gone. I did enjoy that he kind of admitted though that when he's when he's back there defending again near Peter, uh, for for whichever half he's near Peter. That sometimes he'll turn and give Peter a look and be like, what the hell, man? Oh, this 100%. (laughs) Everyone listening right now needs to know that if Graham makes a mistake on the soccer field, God forbid, it's Peter's fault. Peter told him. (laughs) Peter told him and it made Graham confused and he took a bad touch. Peter's not. That's not quite what he said, but I. That's what I'm saying. So we're easier on the Z man. All right. I am going to look, though. Because it makes sense. I mean, Graham's been around for a long time. He's got his instincts. He's got his philosophy. He knows what he should do with the ball and whatnot. I am going to look next time he's receiving a ball near Peter. If he kind of gives Peter a little look or whatnot, if there is an error, that's going to be the first thing I look for. Is always giving Peter a look. Did Peter tell him to do one thing and it threw him off? You're always trying to get that inside hot goss with Peter, dude. It's so great. I love it. Well, and, you know, and I wanted to open him up a little bit. So that's when he was like, oh, yeah, when Willie kissed him, we had a big old picture up in the locker room for like a week. <laughs> I had to mention the slip and slide, bro. And he cracked up when we were talking about Peter spinning around and falling down. Oh, that was the best. Just it's just <laughs> so grateful to Graham for, for coming on. And, oh, um, yeah. From his home, I assume. Yeah. It's, he's not like in the office today at the training center. He's at home and was like, time. let me let me get this ficus in the shot so I can have a feng shui setup. Well, and it's all speaking of World Cup, it's also cool to be able to hear directly from somebody who had that experience. So you get kind of both the player experience, uh-huh. but you also get the the fan experience because he's like, I'm watching right now and I'm and I'm cheering it on as a fan. It's wild to me. He's never gone back and watched any of his 2014 games. Dude, I about cried. Like when he was saying how <laughs> how serious it was, I was just like, yeah. <laughs> I pledge allegiance. I wanted to stand up and be like, heartbreak feels good in a place like I this. I just imagine on the video version, it's it, we just zoom in on Graham and you just see a waving flag behind him and you just hear the big brass band come up behind him. Just... Yeah, if Tucker could edit some of that in, I'm, I'm sure he's yeah, got no problem. Time for Did you even catch my AMC Nicole Kidman reference? <laughs> <laughs> but no, Graham, hey, appreciate it. Uh, super thankful. So uh, um, super thankful, dude. And trying to just try to hang out with us for the holidays. I'm not sure if you got was, that vibe. That's exactly the vibe I got. Yeah, he did ask us after, you know, what are we doing for the holidays? And I was like, you're too nice. I blew it. I blew it. Graham, if Graham, if you listen to your interviews, which you probably don't because you don't even watch your own games. But like, I, I wanted to ask you what you're doing for your holidays. I was like, don't be weird, Dan. Don't be weird. You want to come over for a vegan Christmas with me? <laughs> Dude, he would be like, yes. Is it like good vegan food? I'd be like, are you nuts? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Can we get through cool. one episode without saying I'm vegan? Like, this doesn't have to. What do we do this for? It's your brand. It's your brand. It's not my brand. It's yeah, vegan Dan. That's what your Twitter handle is going to be now. Wow. VD. Good stuff. <laughs> VD. Love it. Uh, 
No. Uh, appreciate Graham. Appreciate those at the club who made that happen. And uh, yeah, looking forward to watching Graham and the rest of the guys in 2023. I think uh, it's clear that they're ready to work and, and next year's going to be a good year. Yeah, I do. So. I'm, I'm going to cut my hair a little shorter. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, um, I think that's that's most of what we have. There's not a whole lot of other uh, sporting news this week. We talked about the new, uh, or, well, the new signings, the re-signings, and there's probably going to be more signings coming in the next, you know, so odd weeks. But uh, uh, did you say who your World Cup team is that you have left since the U.S. isn't in there? I got like four. <laughs> I don't like I don't like to say them because they're like all the white them? all the white countries, and I'm trying to like be an ally and shit. But like, yeah. I, I get into this heritage bullshit and I'm like, ah, Switzerland, sure. The whitest freaking white guys. You did your 23 and me and you're, you're looking at your, of course. So of course okay. you do I that. Think... You're like, all of a sudden I feel 98% Belgian, <laughs> Well, <laughs> but I'm a loser now. Yeah. There you go. And then the, the next day your Belgian, your uh, Belgium kit arrives. I'll tell you this, whoever wins between the England and France game, that's who I'd like to see go all the way. There is a part of me that thinks it would be interesting to see England go all the way, although I don't want them to have that because England's fan base is not great. Yeah, um, it's not like we live there, you know. We don't know. No, but I just, you know, they're annoying. Yeah. So if if France went back to back, that'd probably be annoying too. Uh, yeah. I'd l- I don't think Croatia will get there, but if they could get there and avenge their loss from last time, that'd be fun. So root for Netherlands. You know, I usually if. If a team I like loses in a tournament, I usually cheer for that team that beat my team. Orange is my favorite color. So there you go. There you go. It's new black. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, thank you all so much for listening. Oh, we really appreciate it. Thanks Graham again to Graham Zussi for coming on the pod and, uh, and joining us. We'll have him back again soon. Uh, but make sure you leave that five-star rating and review. If you haven't yet done so, do that on Apple Podcasts or leave a, a, rate, a five-star rating on Spotify. Uh, make sure you follow us on Twitter at Dan Kuzer at jcmac 3 at no other pod. You can shoot us an email, no other pod at gmail.com. Uh, but until next time, he's Dan. I'm Jimmy. We'll catch y'all later. See ya. Did I come off too strong to Graham? Thanks for listening to KC Sports Network. Don't forget to hit that follow button and leave us a review if you like what you heard and think others would as well. You can find all six of our channels at KCSN. Covering the Chiefs, the Royals, Sporting KC, and the KC Current. Plus KU, K-State, or Mizzou. By searching KCSN wherever you listen to podcasts. We're also on YouTube. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.